Bible Baptist Church located at 2015 Beulah Road in Madisonville, Kentucky, would like to invite you to listen to a message of the sovereign grace of God in the Lord Jesus Christ by their pastor, David Edmondson. There's nothing that is too hard for the Lord. Yet, there are still some things that are not possible for the Lord to do. Now listen, God cannot do anything that is contrary to His nature. There's a long list of things that fall into that category. Obviously, God cannot be wrong. God cannot make a mistake. God is always right. He doesn't do something because it's right. It's right because He does it. God cannot sin. God is perfectly holy, just, and righteous. That's His nature. God cannot change. He's immutable. His nature is immutable, unchangeable. He's the Lord who changes not, Malachi 3.8. God cannot lie or break a promise. He's not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent or change his mind. God cannot diminish or increase. He's the same yesterday and forever. God cannot deny himself. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. 2 Timothy 2.13 I want us to consider five things this morning that God cannot do, that is not possible with God. First, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4 tells us, It's not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. So the first thing that's not possible is that God cannot take away a man or a woman's sin by the blood of bulls and goats. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were afar off are now made nigh by the blood of Christ. Ephesians 2.13 How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Hebrews 9.14 For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. 1 Peter 1.18.19 It's the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, that cleanseth us from all sin. So first, we see that it's not possible to be cleansed but by the blood of Jesus Christ. The second thing that's not possible is found in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible. It's not possible to please him, speaking of God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, Paul wrote in Romans 8, 8. You see, we must believe that God is, not only that there is a God, but that God is who he says he is. He's holy, eternal, unchangeable. He's love, mercy, and truth. He's the God of creation, providence, and grace. 
And we must believe that he'll fulfill every promise in Christ Jesus. There's but one way to seek God, and that is in Christ. You see, true faith actually believes, and it's confident that God will give us all that Christ purchased for us. That is why Paul wrote, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? That's talking to believers. Do you believe that? You must. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. Not possible. You cannot be saved without pleasing God, and you cannot please God without believing Him. The third thing that's not possible is found in Matthew chapter 26, verse 39. It tells us that in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Lord Jesus went a little further and fell on His face, and He prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible... Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. Dear sinner, it's not possible that this cup pass from our Lord, Savior, and substitute. And to understand why, it's necessary for us to know what that cup is that our Lord is referring to. Now, this cup would be filled with all the sin of all the elect of God throughout all time. And the curse of the law and the wrath of God would fall on Christ alone in the bearing of all these sins. And oh, what a dreadful, bitter cup it was. It was a cup of fury. It was a cup of cursing and a cup of trembling. There was nothing in view for our Lord but the wrath of God, the curse of the law, and everything else was out of sight. There is no wonder that such a request was made. If it be possible, was his cry. But it was not possible. It wasn't possible by reason of God's decree and by reason of God's purpose to put away the sin of his people. And our Lord goes on to say, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And this proves that our Lord's request was not sinful or contrary to the will of God or opposed to the love for his people. It proves just the opposite. The Lord Jesus was in agreement and in accordance to the complete will and purpose of God. As our mediator, Christ came down from heaven and took our sin upon himself and completely finished the work of redemption for us. It was not possible for this cup to pass from our Lord and his chosen people be saved. And every child of God delights in that. The fourth thing that's not possible is found in Acts chapter 2, where Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. And in verse 22, he said, Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered By the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible 
that he should be holding of it. Now, that's speaking of death. Child of God, it was not possible for Christ, who was crucified and slain, to stay dead. And the answer to why is found in verse 27. The Lord said, Because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, and neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. You see, the reason hell is eternal is because we, the unbelieving sinners that we are, when we're sent there because of unbelief and trust in Christ, satisfaction can never be made. The eternal suffering of one like you and me could never atone or satisfy God's justice for just one of our sins, much less all of them. God would not leave Christ's soul in hell because he was holy and sinless and unblameable and unreprovable in God's sight. Divine justice would not permit the Holy One, Jesus Christ, to see corruption. And being the Holy One, all the payment for sin was exacted, demanded, and obtained from him, and God's wrath was exhausted. It was used up and the pains of death could not hold him. The believer dying in Christ is raised with him. And it's not possible for death, hell, and the grave to be holding of the chosen sinner either. In Christ, we are also holy. Being in Christ delivers us from our corruption too. And we cannot be holding of the pains of death because of Christ. We really are made perfectly holy and righteous in our Lord and Savior. God cannot pardon sin without full payment of sin. He will by no means clear the guilty. The soul that sins shall die. Holy justice demands it. But the holy justice of God also demands that the innocent go free. God's unbending justice cannot allow him to take a man to heaven who still has hell in his heart. But God's inflexible justice also cannot send a man to hell for whom Christ died. Lastly, it's not possible for a child of God to be lost. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, our Lord said, For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, It's not possible, but if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. If it were possible, that means it's not possible. The elect of God cannot and will not be deceived. And it's not because they're converted and trust in Christ and that they persevere to the end that they are his elect. The reason they are converted, believe, and trust in Christ, and persevere to the end is because they are the elect of God. You see, election is not the cause or condition of salvation, but it's the fruit and the effect of election. God will not permit his people to go astray. And Christ said, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. John chapter 10, verses 28 and 29. 
Oh, I'm so thankful that it's not possible for me to be saved apart from the shedding of Christ's blood. It's not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to put away my sin. I thank God that he gave me the faith to please him, who without faith is impossible to please. And I thank God that it was not possible for the cup of God's wrath to pass from my Lord who drank it dry in my room instead. That's the only reason this sinner is saved. And I thank God that it was not possible for the Lord Jesus to be holding to death. And since I'm in him, since I'm one with him and have this blessed union with him, I cannot be holding of death either. And no matter what comes my way, what comes your way, dear believer, or to any who are the elect of God, that it's not possible for me, you, or anyone to be deceived and led astray from the God who we are naturally prone to wander from. Christ keeps us by his power. Do you see why this is called the gospel? It's truly good news. Are you rejoicing in the gospel? Is it good news to you? Oh, it sure is to me. God has made it so. What good news is found in all the things that are possible with God and all the things that are not. May God be pleased to make it so for Christ's sake. You have been listening to a message by David Edmondson, the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. If you would like a copy of this message or to hear other messages of God's free, sovereign grace in Christ, you can write to our mailing address at P.O. Box 652, Madisonville, Kentucky, 42431. Or log on to our website at freegraceradio.com. If you would like to come and worship with us, we meet at 2015 Beulah Road, Madisonville, Kentucky, and our service times are Sunday morning Bible study at 10 o'clock a.m., worship services begin at 11 o'clock a.m., Wednesday evening services at 7 o'clock p.m. Please tune in again next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. for another message of God's free and sovereign grace in the Lord Jesus Christ.